things in life either depreciate or appreciate. And if you're not appreciating things, you're definitely depreciating them, which means that they're going down in value and you're destroying them. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute. We focus on business mindset and lifestyle hacking for Driven Mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. All right, let's talk about appreciation and depreciation. Now, the reason why most people don't get the lifestyle or the life that they want and they're not getting the results that they want is because they're consistently doing things that depreciate. And I see this happen in business and I used to do it as well. I used to do it with money and finances. I used to do it with my health. I used to do it with my mental health. I used to do it even in my relationship where I would naturally look for problems all the fucking time and I would buy things that would depreciate in value. I would surround myself with people who would self-depreciate. All of these things led to me just not living a great existence and that's what I was doing. I was just existing. When I started to realize that things appreciate or they depreciate and nothing ever stays the same, it made me start to realize that I had to start appreciating things more just in general. So the first area that I started with was myself and realizing that saying to myself, I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I'm a piece of shit, I'm worthless. That's just causing me to depreciate. Like, what am I going to expect in my future if this is the way I communicate with myself? And, you know, when someone would say to me, oh, hey, can you do this? And in my head, I'm like, well, why would you get me to do it? I'm a dumb fuck. And I'd even say it to people sometimes. I'm like, oh, I don't know, I'm a dumb fuck. Well, of course, I wasn't going to grow my knowledge when I kept referring to myself as a dumb fuck. Only recently, I was with a friend of mine who is an extremely successful business person. I noticed he just kept saying things like, I'm an idiot. He would say things like, I'm a fat guy. And, or he was referring to himself as like the fat lazy guy. Yeah, I'm a short little fat guy. And I was like, dude, stop doing that. You're just self-depreciating. And it might help you to connect better because, I mean, he was extremely successful. And so maybe he was doing it as a way of self-depreciating to try to fit in with groups of people around him. I don't know. But to me, it was very disappointing because he's a very successful person who has achieved a lot in business and financially as well. And he's a very nice guy. So I couldn't understand why he developed this pattern of self-depreciation and putting himself down. These things happen, I think, for a lot of people mentally is that they'll just naturally put themselves down. Oh, I can't do it. I'm stupid or I'm dumb or I'm not good at that. Telling yourself that only depreciates yourself instead of, and I'm not saying over-exaggerate it and be like, I'm the best at everything. I'll crush it. Because that's, again, another insecurity. It's an over-exaggeration. But it's like, hey, I could do this. I could learn how to do this or I could be better. And you can improve yourself by thinking that way. And your mental health will improve. Definitely. I guarantee that. And then when it comes to your health, you know, if you appreciate your health and you look in the mirror and you're like, you know what, I can be doing better. But at the same time, like, I'm doing all right. I got two legs and two arms and I'm standing up and my body's feeling pretty good today. And all right, cool. I'm good to go. Let's go. Let's go exercise. Let's go do something. And every day I'm working towards improving myself. You do that and you have that sort of affirmation or that type of self-talk and slowly watch your health improve. In your relationship, instead of you didn't unpack the dishwasher, you didn't take out the fucking bins. I can't believe you spent this money again. Shit, we've got no money. Damn, this is hard. You never look after the kids. Like that is a self-depreciating or depreciating relationship. That thing is gone to the trash can versus, hey, thanks so much for taking the bins out. I really do appreciate it. And I appreciate you as a person. Thank you. You know, when they're down, hey, how can I help? Give me a cuddle. Like they're the things that cause a great relationship. You know, hey, you look upset. Let's talk. They're the things that create a great long-term relationship by making sure that you're appreciating your partner. And this was something that I didn't do well years ago because I mean, when I was a kid growing up, 
My mum, I love my mum. My mum's an amazing person and she's changed a lot over the years. She's grown a lot and so have I. But when I was a kid growing up, my mum used to point out everything that I did wrong. And so that's how I learned how to love people. Like we literally look at our parents and see how they behave with other people and the people that they care about. And then we replicate it. And for me, watching my mum tell her kids and telling my dad all the shit that they were doing wrong, I was just like, this is just what happens. And so in my head, all I ever looked at was everything I did wrong. So I would go, oh, well, you know, the podcast is shit, could be better. Well, you know what? Staff could be better. And so I'd pick problems in their work and then I'd, oh, you know, then this could be better and I could be better financially. And why aren't I there yet? And so my whole life was this self-depreciating, you know, I hope no kids are listening, but I was essentially a self-depreciating fuckhead. That's all I was. That did not help me to live the life that I enjoyed. I started looking at myself differently and thinking this shit's got to change. And like I said, I learned that from my mum and my mum, I knew she wanted the best for me. She was only pointing out problems and she was only pointing out things that weren't working because she wanted the best for herself and she wanted the best for me and the rest of us around. But for myself and for my dad also, I remember my mum coming out. My dad was cooking a barbecue one day and my mum came out and she's like, you know, here, I've written a list of things for you to do and you need to do this and you need to do that. And like, don't burn the sausages. And blah, blah. Now, I know she just wanted us to have a nice meal. But at the same time, I just watched my dad and my dad smiled at me and my, dad, my dad's like me as well. He's a bit of a smart ass. He goes, Michael, watch this. I'm going to fucking burn everything so that I never get asked to cook the barbecue again. I watched him come up with a strategy to not disappoint my mum by just not doing it. If I can burn everything, then she'll never ask me to do it again. And so therefore I can't get in trouble. And that was his strategy. So that wasn't a good strategy, but that was a strategy that I had in my relationships, in the business, with friends. And so I would always be pointing out their problems. Hey, this could be done better. Hey, improve this. I didn't do it because I wanted to be a prick. I just did it because I thought that that's what caring was because that's what I learned. I thought that that's what love looked like in a relationship. Like, Jess, you can always be better. Here, here's how you make yourself better. Here's how you can be better. Here's how you can do better. Here, you can exercise more. Here, I'll help you with that. And I didn't realize that the whole time it just made her feel like shit. It made me feel like shit. And it made people around me feel like shit. And I destroyed friendships. I destroyed, you know, people around me. And luckily, Jess is a very mentally strong person. She's a superstar. You know, I guess she stuck around and it made me start to realize that it wasn't her and it wasn't everybody else. It was me. It was something that I had built within myself for whatever reason and whether it was, I'm not blaming it on my mum. Like I'm not saying it's her fault. It's just that that was her strategy and I'm sure she picked it up from somewhere. I'm sure she didn't wake up in the morning and say, how can I fuck up my kids today? I'm pretty sure she was doing the best that she could with what she had and the tools and the resources. And most people learn from just observation. They observe others and then they just replicate things and hope that it works out. I don't think that that's a great strategy for life and it's not a great strategy for business, but it's what most business owners do, which is why most business owners are unsuccessful. So we just watch and we replicate. I think it's way better if you're listening to a podcast like this or you're learning or you're coming to my events or you're going and learning off of somebody else. You're essentially learning things that then help you to improve off of the results that other people have got through either replication or having the right process or having the right mindset. That's what helps you to improve, but we don't get taught that from a young age. So we just try everything and see what works. And eventually, if we try enough and we fail enough, we just fucking give up. And that's what most people do in life. And they want a better life, but they've just learned how to give up and that's too hard and they make excuses and they justify. So it's a pattern of behavior that they have. I started realizing that I needed to start appreciating things more. And I started with myself and my own mindset and my own body. And then I started realizing that I needed to do that in my relationship and start seeing Jess for all the amazing things that she does and the amazing person that she is and all the shit that she's put up with from me over the years. And I thought, you know, I need to do better. And so I started improving that area of my life. My team and my staff, they're coming to work to do the best that they can 
can and I need to help support them. And there's only a couple of things that can really go wrong in a business. Marcus Lamores, who owns Camping World, if you haven't ever watched the TV show, The Profit, he has such a simple strategy for business and he said it's either a people problem, a product problem or a process problem. And so what I started realizing was first of all, sometimes I was hiring the wrong people. It was just a people problem. And so they weren't in the right business, they weren't doing the right role and they didn't have the competencies that I needed. So that was step one. Then step two was that the good people that I did have in the business needed to be appreciated more and I was there to support them instead of them being there to service the royal king who told them all the shit that was going wrong and how they could just be better every day, which can be self-depreciating. So once I started doing that, our business started improving, the team started improving. That's only been a recent thing. It's only probably been the last six to eight months. And that went through because last year we just had a lot of hiring problems. And I've spoken about this in other podcasts as well, why that was the case. And it was just, we grew too big too quick and I just hired someone and most of my hiring was in desperation and we didn't have a good hiring strategy. And so I just hired people from our community or I hired people who I knew and they said, yeah, I can do it. And they would come in and they'd do the best job. They just didn't have the competency and they weren't highly skilled at the job that they were doing. And then they just created resentment and I got fucked off because I'm paying a large amount of wages and I'm not getting the outcomes that I want. And so I'm pissed off all the time. They're pissed off all the time. It wasn't a good place to be. This time when we sort of let go of a bunch of people and some people, we just eventually got them to resign. I thought, what team do I want? And what I wanted was I wanted to come to work every day and enjoy work. And I wanted to be surrounded with a bunch of people who enjoyed being here who were also highly competent. And once we did that, now a lot of my time every day gets spent supporting the team every day and supporting our GM and supporting the team that we have in marketing or sales or you know admin team and it's going through training. But I let them know how much I appreciate them and the hard work that they put in. If something goes wrong, it's normally not their fault. It's just either they haven't been trained in something or they don't have the right process because they are skilled at what they do and they believe in what they do. So coming back to that, it's made the business grow. And then also financially as well, when I hear people say things like, I don't give a fuck about money, what they're telling me is that money's not important to them and they're depreciating the idea of value. If you change the word money for value, and I do this in my events to get people on their money patterns. I've got an event called Triumph, which is our leadership and influence event. And in that event, I spend a whole day going through the wealth creation strategies that I've used and that seem to work reasonably well. And I talk about money habits and money patterns and money mindset that stop most people from not only generating good money, but also keeping it. Some people make good money, like you look at a lot of people who go up to the mines, they make a lot of money, they just never keep it. There's mindset problems and mindset blocks that they have that cause them to do that. But what I do is I get everybody to write down their beliefs around money and they'll just write under a short time period where they just have to spit them out quickly so they don't get to think about them. And then what I do is I take their self-depreciating money patterns and I get them to exchange the word money for value. And so when they say, I don't have enough money, what they're saying is I don't have enough value. When they realize that they go, oh fuck, I need to start doing more. I need to change the way I'm behaving. I need to show more of my value around the people around me. I need to add more value to others. Some people say things like money's not important. What they're saying is value isn't important. What they realize is that they don't care about value. They'll be price shoppers. They'll be price sensitive. They don't really see people who put in a lot of hard work and a lot of hard effort. And they don't really see that. They're just happy to just cruise along in life and just uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. And so they'll never get ahead financially just because they just don't see value in things. And normally when someone's a price shopper, they're not a value shopper. And that tells you a lot about their own psychology. They have a massive financial block in their head. You know, any area of life that you don't appreciate will depreciate. And the word appreciate means... I guess to grow and or expand or increase in value or increase in worth. And the word depreciate means to devalue or depreciate or to devalue itself. And so anything in our life that we don't appreciate will depreciate.
And I think that if you want a life that you love, you need to appreciate having a great life. And in order to do that, you need to appreciate the areas of your life. I hope this helps and I hope it helps you to think about what you do and how you live life because it made a massive difference in my life, that's for sure. All right, Driven Mofos, I hope that helps. Also, a massive thank you to all of those who have been liking and sharing our podcast. It makes a massive difference. And I've noticed that we have had a lot more reviews on the Apple Podcast app. I also know that the star ratings have gone up quite a lot. So I appreciate all the people that are doing ratings on Spotify, on the Apple podcast app, and also the other apps as well. I notice we're popping up on more and more apps. I know the podcast is on Audible now as well. So I really do appreciate that because it makes a massive difference when people come along, they see the podcast and you know they think, is this good or not good? They will normally check out the reviews and look at the star ratings. And so it makes a massive difference. So I really do appreciate it. I just want to get this stuff out to help more people. And I hope that it's helping a lot of you as well. So anyway, Driven Mofos, if you haven't done a review yet and you haven't given a rating, please do so. And then also those of you who have been sharing it, I really do appreciate it. And if others are out there as well, and you can share it on your Instagram or share it on your Facebook or share it on any of your social media platforms or let friends and family know about it or other work colleagues or people like that. It makes a massive difference and I really do appreciate it. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I appreciate you and I appreciate everyone else out there as well who is listening into this podcast. Keep kicking goals and living the dream. Remember, never underestimate the dream. All right, Driven Mofos, take care and I'll see you on the next episode.